Welcome to Stay Forth Leadership Podcast. I'm Alan Briggs, a leadership coach who works with high capacity leaders from different fields who care about their health and their impact, their life and their leadership. I'm also a dad of four amazing kids, a husband to one amazing wife, a creator of stories and content, an adventurer who loves the outdoors. I'm always learning about leadership wherever I can. And I invest about half of my week coaching leaders so they can be healthy and make a huge impact. I'm also trying to stay healthy so I can be an incredible dad, incredible husband, incredible friend, incredible coach, and an entrepreneur for a long time. I want it to last. The greatest leaders don't start with others. They start with themselves. Great leadership, it doesn't start with inspiring speeches, staff meetings, brilliant creation of content, product launches. It doesn't start with any of that. It actually starts with what we practice personally. Good or bad, our internal life and our practices will transfer to others. We try to spend as much time as possible doing more things. But are we even doing the right things? Over time, I've observed this principle. The currency of leadership is energy, not time. I've been working on a paradigm shift to help my coaching clients, and I'm trying to make it as well. It's the shift from time management to energy investment. So how do we actually invest our best energy? How do we stop the energy leaks in our life and leadership? What should we do when we're tired or overwhelmed? I hate to tell you, but we're approaching this completely backwards. It's taking us further from the healthy, grounded life that our family, our friends, and our coworkers desperately need us to live. During this four-session mini-series, I will walk you through a process from figuring out why we're so tired to actually designing a routine you can sustain and you can live within. We don't want to be constantly crashing in our lives. I've had a very challenging year, and I found myself tired at the end of the summer, so I need this too. I promise to be practical and to give you things you can actually do during each episode. Welcome to Stay Forth Leadership Podcast for our Beyond Tired mini-series. If you want to move beyond a life of exhaustion and into a life you can actually sustain, you're in the right place. Welcome to episode three of the Beyond Tired podcast series right here on Stay Forth Leadership Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about cultivating a replenishment cycle. In episode one of this series, we work through assessing your level of tiredness and the primary source of your tiredness. From there, in episode two, we walk through a three-step process that hopefully you invested about 90 minutes last week in thinking about what you will start doing, what you will stop doing, and what you will keep doing. Again, those ideas don't change your life. You need to move from awareness of those three into action. So I hope you actually put a nix on some things and stopped doing them. You started doing them, and you've got some things that are working great for you. You're going to continue doing. Again, this new information, we call it awareness. It won't do much without taking next steps. And we call that action. So new awareness plus new action leads to transformation. New awareness plus new action leads to transformation. That's what we're going for. 
I walk you through my own story this fall. So I'm not talking to you from a high and mighty pedestal. Instead, I'm actually talking to you from the journey that I'm on right now. And each week I'm seeing gains in my own life. I'm seeing my energy level that I track each week going up a little bit. I'm incredibly encouraged at the plan and the process I'm in, but I'm not done. I need to continue walking through this faithfully and simply and just working the plan. Now, if you've taken action, I hope that you've seen some small progress gains. A friend of mine started walking for nearly every phone meeting he had. He was sick of his health. He was sick of being overweight and not having the energy that he needed to lead his teams. He leads multiple businesses. He Then he was able to move with that momentum and change his diet. He's lost about 40 pounds this year. He's feeling great. But we usually don't get there. Why? We set massive goals and we don't have these small steps So we quit before we see progress. Instead of just getting in the weight room and doing our 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or 40 minutes and working the plan or the progress, we want to get ripped and we want to lose 20 pounds two weeks from now. Not realistic. We just need to start with small steps. When I got back in the gym last winter, which I really did not want to do, by the way, I was only sore for a few weeks. I didn't see any gains. It was all pain, no gain. Eventually, I noticed changes and I wanted to go to the gym. I actually had this desire to go to the gym. My body caught up. My endorphins really enjoyed that time. And I started to get great thoughts in the gym, clear my mind. And it became something that I really looked forward to. It takes time. Work the plan. Now, depending on your level of tiredness that you assessed, those three levels of lowercase t tired, uppercase t tired, and beyond tired, it will take you a while to feel a difference. Keep going. Trust the process. It matters. When we focus on the small areas and do them regularly, we can eventually get to a spot where we're getting energy back, this replenishment cycle. Yes, energy can be replenished. For example, when I go work out, even though I'm tired and just maybe want to lay there for a while or uh, would would just want to scroll or just want to read a book, I go work out and I feel more energy afterwards. It's a really interesting thing to get into a replenishment cycle. But if you're tired, you're the opposite. You are actually draining energy all the time. We've got to do something to reverse that. Over time, this can become a cycle where we're getting energy back and it's impacting all areas of your life. We talked about heart, soul, mind, body, and relationships. We want to look at those five as the holistic, kind of a pie chart of who we are. Momentum and routine are your friend. As you are trying to get into a replenishment cycle, capitalize on the momentum of small wins and seek to transfer that to another area. The small win for my friend that I mentioned earlier is that he's just going to go walk during his meetings. For me, that's just walking a mile a day. It's very simple, but that can transfer into other areas. When my wife and I go on a walk, we see marriage wins and relational wins because we're talking together without our kids listening in on the conversation. What momentum are you experiencing toward your health and replenishment? What momentum, even if it's just a little bit, are you experiencing toward your health and replenishment? And how can you build on that? When you think about your routine, I want you to think about small things you can do in five to 30 minutes a day. 
small things, that's where we're going to start. Sometimes I'll step out in the sunshine between meetings. I'll just breathe a little bit. I'll look up at the mountains. And for me, that's such a great reset. I've been doing that for years. It's incredibly helpful for me. Can you walk for 20 minutes a day? That'll get you approximately one mile. Can you read your Bible for 10 minutes each morning? Can you journal for 10 minutes and plan out your day proactively? I do this each morning in my right side of journal. Can you take a 30-minute nap a few times a week? Guys, I promise you it actually helps. Somewhere between 20 and 35 minutes can be a huge gift and a mind reset. Can you step outside in the sun for five minutes or 10 minutes throughout the day? Can you eat lunch with your coworkers instead of eating at your desk? Can you go to bed 30 minutes earlier? Can you listen to a nourishing book or podcast for 10 minutes while doing the dishes? What routines can help you replenish each day? What routines can help you replenish each day? Again, think about the micro five to 30 minutes at a time, and then you can feel some momentum and you can build on that. And then ultimately those things can become a routine. Maybe those are just in your calendar regularly. And if you quit on those, that's like a meeting with yourself that you are missing. View that as an important meeting, something you're actually going to have to block off and you're going to boundary. You're actually going to say no to people because you have that commitment to yourself. Because when you grow and gain energy, your health goes up, your energy level goes up, then you can take care of other people around you. The old put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can help other people analogy. Now, I want you to think about how you can replenish each week. If those are five to 30 minute things, now we're going to zoom out in the course of seven days. How can you replenish? One of the pillars of healthy leadership is proactivity. If you live in a reactive state in our monkey brains, we are just reacting and we'll choose the easy decision, not the healthy one. A few examples of this that have been huge for me throughout the week have been tracking my energy level and encouragement level each week in my right side of journal. This is every Thursday. I go through big picture questions. If you've been in the right side of journal, but at the very top, I'm just going to track my energy level and encouragement level. What I'm looking for here is not am I at a 10, but is it on the way up? Is that momentum working? Those small gains, those compounding things that I'm doing as James Clear would call them, those atomic habits in my life that are helping the other areas. I also track five areas of my life each week, some of them work, some of them personal, to just make sure that I'm on track. This may seem crazy to you. It only takes me about 15 minutes to look back, to check in on these. I don't have a great week every week, but when I do, I'm able to celebrate that. When I'm not, I'm able to make some progress the next week. My wife and I meet for about 15 minutes on Sunday evening to plan for the upcoming week, to make sure we can take care of all of our kids. We can get them to all the places that they need to go to. We can take care of ourselves. We can adjust to our work schedule. A family of six, this does not happen accidentally. In fact, if we don't plan, we will make mistakes, perhaps even leaving children somewhere across town. Not good. Sleep and hydration are key pillars. I recently heard an estimate from a medical doctor that approximately 70% of Americans are constantly dehydrated. I believe it. For many years, I was dehydrated. I live here in Colorado at high altitude and I exercise regularly. So I am constantly drinking water. It keeps the mind sharp. It keeps the body sharp. And it's amazing what this does. In fact, many times when we think we're hungry, 
we actually end up hydrating and realize that water was all that we needed. It takes constant work and yes, bathroom trips if we're going to stay hydrated. Another thing has been a set sleep schedule with a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake up time. This is huge for me. Doctors will tell you if you want to get in a good energy zone, consistent sleep schedule is key. If you don't know where to start, you may just want to come back to that holistic grid that Jesus gave us. Pinpoint those things and figure out, okay, what am I going to start doing in my body? What am I going to start doing uh, to nourish my heart? What am I going to stop doing in those areas? What am I going to keep doing? If you don't know where to start, take those five areas of heart, soul, mind, body, and relationships and simply ask, what am I going to start doing in this area? What am I going to stop doing in this area? And what am I going to keep doing in this area? If you don't get clarity or the awareness of those gaps and the opportunities, then you can't take courageous next steps and actually do them. So what routines can help you replenish each day? I want to warn you, even those those are little decisions, you can slip out of them. You can skip that 10-minute walk. You can skip that time going outside. You can skip the time in the journal and find yourself just getting lived by your life. Now, what routines can help you replenish each week? For me, I need constant focus on saying no to good things. That's so hard for me. That's why I've created the to-don't list each week to look at that and pre-make decisions. If you don't make these decisions ahead of time, it's nearly impossible to make good decisions in the heat of the moment, in the midst of your full schedule. Energy leaks easily, but replenishment takes intentionality. Let me say that again. Energy leaks easily, but replenishment takes intentionality. If you don't calendar these, you don't put them in front of you, the things that are urgent will eat up the things that are important. And you'll slip back into that cycle with almost no knowledge of it. It is so easy to slip back there, friends. Make it visible, make it tangible, and imagine that's a meeting with yourself that you're simply not going to skip. In order to check on your replenishment cycle, I also recommend that you track your overall energy level each day or each week with a simple one to 10 number. Just to know where you're at, again, are you on the upswing? Are Mondays a harder day for you than Thursdays? It's important to see if each week you're moving from a seven energy and at the end of the week you're at a three, then you need to change something in your weekly routine so that you're not just constantly draining your energy. You've got some journaling to do. You've even got some calendaring to do. And I want to leave you again with these two questions. What routines can help you replenish each day? And what routines can help you replenish each week? Block off 90 minutes this week to make sure that you're moving from a new awareness to new action in your life. Information alone on a podcast, a book, from an expert, a talk without action, moving to that next level will not change your life alone. We will see you here next week for episode four, where we're going to bring this series to an end. I hope that this is helping you get back into a replenishment cycle and get out of your cycle of energy drain. We can't live tired, folks. We can reverse the cycle. We'll catch you next week.